This baby hits 88 miles per hour. They're gonna see some serious. Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 82, Face the Music. Ooh. Oh, what, topical. What that mm-hmm. for? What's that from? Face the Music. Uh, Wes knows. Oh. That's Bill and Ted. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure that was out there. That's good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to say it so it's true. Right, you have to manifest it. Yeah. Uh, with me, as always, are my excellent friends, Colin Harmon. Aww. Oh, I'm that one. And Wes Allen. Optic Blast! <laughs> hey, uh, I'm back. It's been a while. Look who it is. Corey, what's Thank new? goodness. It's fun seeing your faces through my laptop screen. Oh, it's so good to see your face and have my face be seen. I must say, the last episode of the Pass Forward podcast might have been my favorite. <gasps> oh, hmm. that means so much. From that was my favorite, too. You weren't in Mostly. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Mostly because I got to experience it through the ears of our other listeners True. who don't know what's coming. Oh. And it was, it's always lovely hearing your voices. Oh. I just, it's funny to me that uh, the one time I'm not there, suddenly you have the longest podcast <laughs> ever. Yeah, it was definitely an EP, that's for sure. It was definitely extended to play. Yeah, it was the triple yeah, feature. Well. Um, I kind of felt like it was like when bands, they the lead singer leaves or dies or something, and then they replace <laughs> that, and that's just a very sad version of it that you just wish that they would have just done something different or not mm-hmm. done it just, at all. So just play the covers I, felt, I felt like that. I was doing my best Corey impression. I did a very bad job. So uh, thank you for being back. So- it was as if Sammy Hagar had come and ruined the Passport podcast. <laughs> what you're saying. So true. Uh, okay. Well, it is good to be back. I do have a child now. Yeah. Um, she is. How is Wesley Ann doing? Adorable. <laughs> she is wonderful. Wes Wesleyanna Kalina uh-huh. Draper. Right. As she should be named, and will be known. Also known. At, her name is Rose Willow Draper. Uh-huh. Hmm. Which one that? Wes? Really. Yeah. The W was for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, which, you know, it doesn't really have any type of like throwback. So I don't know if it's relevant to this podcast. However, <laughs> I will say uh, Willow, I hear that name and I always think of Willow from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. So hmm. not the mo- may not, not have been the inspirational uh, inspiration, but, you know, anyway. Not the movie the, Willow. That's not what it's not the movie Willow. Not the movie Willow. Uh, <laughs> which probably well, should be my first yeah, one. She is still pretty small. I mean, that's going to be hard to replace eventually, but she's a, that's true. Yeah, she's a little baby. Yeah. And then Rose she's, is obviously from Titanic. Duh. 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 That is true as well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Uh, I am <laughs> I am not getting a whole lot of sleep, so sure. um, you may kick me off this podcast and go back to a two-man show. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. So. If you fall asleep halfway anyway, through, we'll, we'll take it over. It's good to be back. I don't know. Have you guys had any major life changes? Uh, not, no babies. Not particularly. Yeah, I haven't made anything um, with my loins, and <laughs> yeah, not really. Not, not really anything it's in that category, yeah. Not that, not that parallels to your uh, procreation. Excellent work, by the way. Well, I definitely recommend it. Oh. I recommend procreating. Hmm. So okay, I'll write that Let's down. That I'll write that there. down real quick and go pencil. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, it's a novel concept, but and not a lot of people talk about it. Uh, weirdly, yeah. you know. But I'm just glad it's your parents cool did thing. it. I'm just glad that your parents procreated because oh, here we are. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. I'm glad oh. too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, enough of that. Enough of the schmoozing each other. Uh, let's talk about some retro news, well, shall we? Yeah. This is uh, our first episode in a while, so we got a lot of news to catch up on. It's our episode slash segment we like to call a recurrent affair. seemed like it had a nice little uh, ring to it, similar to what I'm going to sing at your daughter's first birthday, just Aww. for what it's worth. I can't wait. Yeah, I assume she'll invite me because you know, she's going to be a genius and have my number memorized and everything, so it's fine. Well, of course you would invite her uh, co-godfather. <gasps> oh, so honored right now. Co-godfather? Right. Yeah. Yeah, Wes, you're the other one. So yeah. if something happens to me and Heather, you both have to move in together and adopt Rose. It's gonna be like my. I think this is my favorite. So it's like a two sequel. men and a baby kind of situation. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We could but have like, like a Disney one. Plus TV show. <laughs> it better be as hilarious. That's gonna be in my will. <laughs> if it's not, you're gonna come so. back from the dead and haunt us. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. Or, or alternatively, you take my corpse and it's Weekend and Bernie's instead of two men and a baby. So <laughs> we got a lot of options here. Or so we could have months. a crossover. That would be like better than the Avengers. Why hasn't anybody thought about that? Weekend at Bernie's three, two minute of baby. Uh, okay, so let's start out with uh, the person. There's not people this time, so that's good news. Um, but the person who has passed away from our childhood. So let's mourn this person, Norm Spencer. Um, the name may not be immediately recognizable, it's, but it's he's not. best known for the voice of Cyclops in X-Men, the animated series. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of us watched that growing up. So this is a person that was prevalent in our childhoods. Um, If you're in our same age range, um, it's uh, sad to see him go. I really loved Cyclops for whatever reason. Wes and I have talked about this before. I liked the rude guys. I liked the jerks (laughs) in my cartoons. Mm -hmm. Um, And Cyclops is one of them, but um, he was definitely my favorite of the X-Men. Really? Because he was my least favorite. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've never. Okay, that's I've, where we differ. I've never liked Cyclops, but I, I do think that he did a good job voicing him. He gave him a, a good, like any time that I read the comics, like his voice was in my head whenever mm. Cyclops would say something in a comic. So you know, and he also did all the voices for all the the uh, video games, like the ones for like. X-Men versus oh, Street nice. Fighter and all that stuff. That, yeah. That's what the my Optic Blast uh, quote was from. Was That's what he would say in the video game. Optic Blast, Optic Blast. That was a fun video game. I remember playing it. I don't remember the Optic Blast thing, but um, it was a really fun video game. Uh, he died at the age of 62, so pretty young. Um, so RIP Norm Spencer. But, again, thankfully, that was the only person who has passed since the last time we did this. So we'll, we'll move on to... Well, the only one that's passed that has to do with anything that we've talked about. They're Correct. Sadly, Not the only person in the world. There was, sadly, Chadwick Boseman, which was a very sad blow. Ah, but, yes. Um, yes, that one That one really hurt. Yeah. Man. Uh, that's not what this pod... I mean, that's not the era this podcast is about, but, like, Black Panther was my favorite Marvel movie, and... I feel like I have to mourn Chadwick Boseman and mourn T'Challa because I don't feel like they're going to recast him. I feel like they're just going to. That would not be wise to recast that. Yeah. And so it's, you know, I don't know if it's silly or not to feel this like double hurt 
for a character going away, but the main reason I love Black Panther so much is T'Challa's character is awesome. I mean, he's the integrity he has is very similar to Captain America, and I just I really thought he was a great role model and a, a great hero. Yeah. So, and of course Chadwick Boseman played him so well. Yeah. Um, and you're right, like you can't imagine anybody else playing that character now. So, I just don't see a way they would recast him. I know, and I guess the way that we could bring this around is that, you know, the character of Black Panther has meant so much to so many kids now. It's like a hero that they haven't seen look like them before. And it's, you know, to have someone that looks like you and to be represented by, you know, your culture and everything is just, you know, there's, it's priceless. So it's like the fact, I'm glad that they at least got, you know, to make that movie and to make it right. And it made such a cultural impact. So you know, to bring it to around to what we talk about, about kind of things as a kid making an impact on you. I think that, you know, the impact that he ma- made to kids and even adults is just endless. So, yeah, that's the way <laughs> that's my best way to kind of bring it into yeah. what we talk about. hundred um, percent. And then, I mean, honestly, speaking of black role models, uh, this kind of rolls into our first piece of news that there is going to be a reboot of the fresh prince of bel-air and i'm really excited about this mm-hmm. because we talked about this on the podcast when it came out there was a trailer that a fake trailer that went viral um of somebody doing a reimagining of fresh prince where it's a drama and it looks so good yeah um wes maybe we can put that in the show notes if somebody hasn't absolutely um seen it or obviously you can just google it uh it it's fantastic and it got us all excited like oh my gosh we need to see this show and will smith jumped on board and it's happening um it's going to be on nbc's peacock app which is unfortunate because i don't have the money to subscribe um but hopefully there'll be a free trial and we can watch it um but they've ordered two seasons of it and um the directors that are uh, the director that's on board is morgan cooper and the writer is chris collins um so which the uh, director Cooper. is who did the short too. So it's like this carrying it on through with that yeah. vision and everything, which is fantastic. Yeah. And, and uh, Chris Collins uh, wrote for the man in the high castle and the wire. So two, um, two dramas that are critically acclaimed. So I'm on board. Let's do it. I can't wait to see mm-hmm. this. I think it's just a brilliant idea. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I, Hopefully they don't do the same cast because there were some sketchy acting and <laughs> some yeah. of the characters. But They might take some and leave uh, some. But yeah, I remember, yeah. I think they had announced that they were going to do a reboot of Fresh Prince and Will Smith was involved with producing or something. And the short came out, uh, this uh, fake trailer came out a few weeks prior. So we were just like crossing our fingers like, oh, please be like that. Like... And it turned out to be so. So it's like, I'm glad that this is just kind of the American dream right now is to like make a passion project, make it go viral. And then it becomes an actual thing because it's like, I I feel like, you know, we see these all the time, like fake trailers for things all the time. And a lot of times they're not that good, but like he definitely took it and ran with it. And it's, it's great. It's a, it's like the only way that you could reboot Fresh Prince is like to do a completely different tone shift on it and to, you know, I don't know. I think it's just a good time for it too. So I'm definitely. 
Uh, I loved Fresh Prince growing up. I don't know about you guys, but that was in like probably my top three of sitcoms in the 90s, which is saying something because you guys know how much I love <laughs> 90s sitcoms. So um, there's a lot of great ones there. And uh, love, love, love Fresh Prince. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, it'd be a great one. Uh, and speaking of which, they there's also been a reunion or there will be a reunion on HBO Max. Uh, that's Wes. Do you have any any more information on that? I know Will Smith has posted a photo of the cast yeah. together. I don't know if that means it's ha- it has happened and it's gonna. Yeah, he posted a photo mm-hmm. and said it's just gonna happen eventually. So I don't okay. I don't know if they have shot it or they will or I don't know. But um, yeah, unfortunately, Uncle Phil won't be there because he passed away. You know many years ago but um yeah it looks good it, i'm excited to see that because i think friends are doing a similar thing on hbo max as well so i guess this is yeah. just a way to grab s- subscribers yeah um and uh, one more piece of fresh prince news <laughs> the the mansion the house apparently is being listed on airbnb for a limited amount of time kind of to coincide with the 30th anniversary that's funny of fresh prince so um I looked into it. Unfortunately, because of COVID guidelines, they're only allowing those who live in the same county, L.A. County. Mm. Um, so only the rich can get into that rich house and uh, experience the Fresh Prince house. Which, like, looks- which I had the thought too. Like they they shot on a well, they they shot on a set. So like the living room and everything, the kitchen that we know and love of the internal was a set that wasn't that house. So yeah. I wonder what it actually looks like on the inside. But right. they said something about the like, listing, I guess they said something about like the lake house, like the, the pool house and all that stuff is they have a pool house and all that stuff. And right. like, uh, have a, like a basketball hoop and like you have, um, like jazz's like, uh, his like spin set up and everything. And you have like a wardrobe of like, of Will Smith's that are, it's in that, in his room or whatever. So it's just like, I, I think they're dressing it a little bit to kind of make it more familiar. So it's not just like, Oh cool. This is just the exterior of it. But like, they're kind of adding those little bits and pieces that are familiar. That's really fun. Well, I don't know how they're going to pick the people to actually, who are going to be able to stay there because they're only doing it for $30 a night. Yeah. And I think it's a limited term, amount of time. First come first serve. So I think it's similar, you know it's going to be a cluster once it opens up. Oh yeah. It's kind of like, did you hear about the blockbuster? The, there, there was there's one blockbuster left in America that's an organ that's still open, which I don't really know how that works, but they had set up an Airbnb where they had set up the video store like it, you know, like it was like a 90s, you know, sleepover kind of thing with candy and like the tube TV and just, you know, I guess VHSs and all that stuff. So, um but it was kind of a similar thing where it was only like a limited amount of days and it was like for a very cheap price. So, and I, by the time that I saw the link and clicked on it, everything had already been booked. Um, yeah. and of course it, you have to, it's in Oregon. So that's, you know, we're in Atlanta, so that's clear across, across the country. So I wasn't about to do that, but yeah. Yeah. I, I legit, when I saw the Fresh Prince thing, I was like, oh man, I have, I have some credit on Southwest because of a flight that was canceled due to COVID. I'm like, oh, can I do this? Can I actually make this happen? And then it's like, nope. If, you, if you're from out of town, you can't. So I was super bummed. But if you are listening to this and you're part of it, go More at it much. and let us know how it is. Yeah. Um, so another thing that's being remade, planes, trains, and automobiles. And it's another thing that includes Will Smith. <laughs> 
apparently Will Smith and Kevin Hart are starring in the remake of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which I, this is interesting to me. Um, again, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, if there's going to be a remake, it needs to be different enough. And it's like, oh, those two starring, it's going to be different enough. Like, yeah. it's going to be a new angle, uh, a different type of comedy. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, I feel like having them two alone in a movie would kind of bring in people, an audience. But I feel like to bring in both of them into a well-known movie is, it's, yeah, it's just going to make a lot of money. You know, if it goes into theaters and all that stuff. Yeah, you know. if theaters still exist. Yeah, but I'm I'm a huge <laughs> fan of the original. I watch it every Thanksgiving because it's a Thanksgiving movie. So um, love John Candy and yeah. Steve Martin. So like. I, I don't, and it's a John Hughes movie, so it's you know there's a little bit of like you know uh, sentimental value to it. That's like uh, don't ruin it, but it's like I don't know. I feel like it, it, of all the John Hughes movies, that's probably the easiest one to modernize and kind of you know get into the, the hilarity of just traveling and all that with the two of them. I would imagine that Kevin Hart would play the John Candy role and. And Will Smith will play the Steve Martin role. Hmm. Yeah, I look forward to seeing that one for sure. I, I love all four of them. I feel like in some weird way, like Kevin Hart, Will Smith, Steve Martin, Martin Short, like Aaron, uh, John Candy. I mean, like, oh my gosh, they're all yeah. fantastic. So it'll be great. So, did you guys like A League of Their Own? Yeah, the movie. Yeah, from nineteen ninety two, starred Gina Davis, mm-hmm. Tom mm-hmm. Hanks, Madonna, Madonna. Rosie O'Donnell, I can keep going. Mm-hmm. John Lovitz. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Sure. Uh, it's it's a great movie. And so apparently there is going to be a TV series that is going to be based off of the movie, a reimagining of the film. And uh, they've, got, they've got a cast together and everything. Bear with me because some of these are hard to pronounce. We have Shantae Adams, Darcy Carden. You might know her uh, from A Good Place. And... Emazola Ikumelo. That's pretty good. Or is it Bimazola? I don't know what I don't know what letters are silent, but it starts with G B. <laughs> so, um, you have Kelly McCormick, Rebe- Roberta Calendres, and Priscilla Delgado. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's even a, 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 a photo out there of the cast and everything. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you guys have any more information on this, on what it's going to be like, look like, center around. But I mean, obviously, it's going to keep the same premise of uh, women during the war playing baseball. So yeah, it seems like that's the concept there. Like it's still keeping the same time period based on the photo and everything. So yeah, and it says a reimagining. So I'm guessing it's you know, going to, you know, be a league of their own as far as the series goes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. I think it'll be a good um, one for sure. I think they'll do a good job. I, I do like the movie a bunch and I don't, I don't like it to a point where I feel like this, something like this would ruin it. I'm, I'm hopeful for it. I think there's a lot of potential in making a series out of something like this. Cause it's a great premise. You can do a lot with it. Just, you know, women in that time playing a quote unquote man's sport. Um, it's already interesting, interesting in its own right. So I'm just hoping for a cameo by Tom Hanks somewhere in there. They've got to, right? I feel like they've got to. Yeah. Or and to give the line, there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> he could probably just come into the bathroom and pee for a very long time and then leave. That could be his cameo. Yes. 
And also they have that they need to have a cameo from that actual like little kid. It's like you're gonna lose. <laughs> I feel like they need to put him in there somewhere because it's like an Easter egg. It's like CG him in there. I have not watched that in a yeah. long time. I need to rewatch that. Okay, Knight Rider. Did any of you guys watch Knight Rider? That was a little bit before our time, so I have seen it, but I did not watch it religiously for sure. Uh, s- same for me. I I've seen it. I know I've seen it before. Don't really remember anything from it. So, Wes, did you watch it at all? Um, I probably the same. It's like I know that it was on at some points, and it was interesting yeah. that it was a talking car that was Mr. Feeney's voice, which I hope oh, they bring yeah. back. That's <laughs> yep. a good point. Um, but wow. yeah. So those of you who are older than us listening to this podcast, this one's for you. There's going to be a Night Rider movie. Yeah. And it's going to be produced by James Wan, Michael Clear. Um, it's going to be just an adapted screenplay based on the TV show. This is one of those things that could be good, surprisingly, but might also probably be bad. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what like kind of technology they bring in, because that was kind of the thing about sure. Kit then is like there was like, you know the bleeding edge of technology and you know persona in computers as like a. Uh, sci-fi and now like that's kind of normal like we talk to our little robot assistants all the time uh so in some weird sense i'm interested to and see in what cars they do. now too yeah i mean it's really true so i'll be interested to see what they do with it in some sense yeah i feel like what the if con- they had it set in the 80s mm. uh, that'd be interesting. i think that's a good because like the controversial thing i think with me is like what car do you use like i know it's a black kind of sporty car but it's like you know that i feel like that is a very iconic car so it's like what do you use for that what is a modern version of that Hmm. that would be justifiable i'm sure they'll figure it out um it maybe end up being like a you know how the modern james bond still always has like the newest car that's souped up new same kind of situation where they're trying to sell a car to you know oh yeah that's a good thought. That is true. That's going to be a big, big opportunity for sponsoring yeah. opportunities and all that. So uh, buckle up, you dirty dancing fans, because <laughs> there is a sequel coming, Finally. and Jennifer Grey is a part of it. So, um, which shade of gray is she? I forget which one she is. <laughs> she's Jennifer. Okay. She, she's the Jennifer uh-huh, shade right, of gray. Yeah. <laughs> um. Interesting that they're doing this. Obviously, Patrick Swayze is not part of it. Yeah. Um, so can you really have something that honors him well enough and also is good enough of a movie? We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'm guessing that she has a daughter and then she's, you know, going to go through the similar situation and she has to, you know, wrestle with the Somebody's fact. Somebody's going to try to put her in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> baby. She has a baby, this whole thing. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how they do some of that. I mean, it's, there's definitely, uh, like you said, like the daughter angle is, is the right probably one to go down, but we'll see what they do with it. It'll be interesting to see who else they cast. So we mentioned Three Men and a Baby earlier. <laughs> there's going to be a remake of Three Men and a Baby. Uh, so so there is. With Weekend uh, at Bernie's? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zach Efron is going to star in it. It's going to be a Disney Plus show. Do you think they pay um, so, him per ab, or is it like a they come together as a thing? I mean, if I'm him, I have that in my yeah, contract. Pay so. me per ab, yeah. shown. Kind of said, yeah, it's good. It's a bundle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Disney Plus and Hulu. Was it? 
Was it Three Men and a Baby that had the whole like urban legend where you can like see somebody committing suicide outside the window or something like that? No, it's like a it's the ghost. It's a ghost that like everybody claimed that they saw a ghost in the background in the house or the apartment. And it turns out that there was um, and people thought this for years and like it. I forget how it came out, but like an interview or something like, no, there was just like a cardboard cutout of Ted Danson that was like <laughs> sitting in the hallway and that's what you're seeing. So that's a Ted Danson. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so specific. I love that. <laughs> so Ted Danson has to be a part of the remake. He's right? making royalties at least. I hope so. so. Yeah. At the very least. What a renaissance he's had, by the way. Yeah, that's true. The good place has kind of put him back oh, into yeah. that like spotlight of people at least you know our age and younger so yeah i love him and hopefully with the knight rider tv show the like a tom's uh, no wait that was hasselhoff not tom hasselhoff yeah Yeah. which he's done okay too yeah yeah big in germany especially in germany Mm. (laughs) did you guys ever watch powerpuff girls uh not on purpose (laughs) but sometimes it was on in rooms that i was also in (laughs) Yeah, same. Well, you know, that's one of those things where it's like when you're that age and it has the word girls in the title, you just like automatically like, man, that's a girl show. So I never watched Uh, it either. I know it has a massive cult following, though. So it does. It does. People love it. Um, Fun to draw. Well, apparently there is going to be a live action version (laughs) of Powerpuff Girls on CW. That's worrying. I'm so Um, concerned. (laughs) I'm concerned by here's that. The, here's the pitch, <laughs> okay. though. Wait for all the right, pitch. Right. The superheroes are now disillusioned 20-somethings who resent having lost their childhood to crime fight. Uh, That's so, the most CW thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> disillusioned 20-somethings? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound like CW. Are we just going to like watch them be fighting crime, but like through TikTok or something like that? Is that how it's going <laughs> to... Basically, TikTok. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like when you, you hear a live-action Powerpuff Girls, you're like, I don't know what that looks like. And then you say CW. Is, oh, I know exactly what that looks like. <laughs> yeah. Think Riverdale. Mixed, but... mixed with like Flash and Supergirl and stuff oh, like man. that. So, exactly. So true. I feel like that, sadly, is the perfect place for this. So yep. they, they know their audience well, and they know their, you know their capabilities well so we'll see well congratulations guys i know you've been really lobbying for this there's finally going to be a third tron i actually am excited about this i I am too i like tron (laughs) Uh, (laughs) are you not excited Corey? no i have not seen either tron oh really i have not yeah i i know i'm probably offending a lot of our audience by saying it's uh, not for everyone but i love it to death the second yeah. one wasn't didn't wasn't received that well, was it? John Legacy? No, because it, it, you know, yeah. it didn't do well at the box office, but I feel like it found its audience a little later. Oh. Um, I, for whatever reason, I just remember that being like a big flop. Uh, but maybe yeah. I'm, I'm wrong in that. It wasn't and I what think they hoped, they, I think. But. Yeah, I think they tried to come out with a third one shortly after that one, but since it didn't do well, they kind of dropped it. But I think... I imagine that this will probably go to like Disney Plus or something. That's the kind of the reason that it's coming back around. But yeah, that's. So what you're saying is basically it's a straight to TV Tron. Hey, I'm okay with it. I'll watch it. This one I will watch yeah. for sure. So it's gonna be. It's called Tron Aries, and Jared Leto is gonna star right. in it. 
So got the star power, which I'm not too excited about that part. Of yeah, it. Jared Leto yeah. will be interesting. <laughs> I hope they bring fan, Daft Punk yeah, back sure. for music. That'd be great. Yeah, that's that's what I'm mainly gunning for is for yeah. another score from Daft Punk. Yeah, that was definitely the best part that came out of that movie. It was a great choice for sure. Yeah. Did you guys ever read the book series Fear Street? I, I lived on it for a little while, but I didn't think I read it. <laughs> It was very I, th- scary. I believe my sister had a few of the the books because it was yeah, R.L. So Stein. It was like a teenage version of Goosebumps. I think it was like before Goosebumps yeah. came out. Exactly. So yeah, I it's funny. Same similar situation, Wes. My sister had a couple of those and read those, and it was like I read the Goosebumps. She read the Fear Street because it was a little bit older, uh, yeah. older. Um, which I never read any of them. I'll have to ask my sister what she thought of them. I know she read a couple of them. I think she liked them. But there's going to be, it's a, a trilogy. Oh. So, which is, is interesting. It's almost kind of like a mini series, but not a series. It's movie length. Uh, going to be on Netflix, and it's going to be released next summer. And uh, they're just going to be released a month apart from each other. So, really quick uh, turnaround. And it's going to be marketed as the Summer of Fear. Every summer. How can they follow up 2020 with the summer of fear? That's that's pretty impressive. That's some that's some yeah, bold statement yeah. right there. Yeah, that, they got to live up to that name. They got a lot to live up to. It's like Fear Street. We've been living in fear world. <laughs> got them. <laughs> <laughs> but I I'm really looking forward. I love like little gimmicky things like that where it's like you know they have like a plan for it. it's like where they have them a, a month apart. For, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I get into that kind of stuff, especially with it's like a summer kind of thing. Yeah, and one a month for the summer. I don't know. It's like, I think it's one of the, I think I read the this, it was kind of part of the Fox deal where they had filmed these movies and Disney wasn't really interested in having this, so they sold it to Netflix. Oh, um, so that's, that's what they're doing with it. So they're already filmed, obviously, if they're planning on coming out next year. So um, it's crazy to me that they filmed three movies back to back to back. Um, yeah. But I think that they're, if I understand it correctly, they're like anthologies. So I don't think that they really are they don't build the traditional anything. trilogy. It's just kind of three separate movies. They might tie in together somehow, but. I, I would hope so. I mean, I feel like it would be missing something if it didn't tie in at some point. Mm. Uh, but, you know, hey, it could be good. You never know. Yeah. It could be interesting. And I know so. that R.L. Stein was uh, involved in the making of it somehow. So, oh, um, interesting. So, okay. That's always okay. good. Okay. Mr. Stein. Mr. Stein. His brother, Ben. <laughs> so, there was this, um, there was this, like, really obscure, little known. TV show in the late 80s, early Seinfeld? 90s. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, no, not quite as small as Seinfeld. Right. <laughs> Didn't um, mean to bring that up. Cheers? It's called Saved by the Bell. Oh, right, 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 uh, right, 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 And we talked to, actually talked about this. It's coming back. It's being reimagined. It's a new series, but also has, uh, it's like a, it's like the new class, but in 2020. Because um, <laughs> the new class got Mario so Lopez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's got Mario Lopez and it's got Elizabeth Berkley. Uh, we've we've been down this road before. You know what it is. There's been a new trailer that's been mm-hmm. released, so mm-hmm. uh, it's getting closer and closer to its release on Peacock. And um, I don't know your thoughts. We're really cool. jumping at the so, chance to talk. About. <laughs> 
Uh, I know I remember last time we said, hey, it actually looks kind of not bad um, the way they have it. Uh, they're not trying to be the old version of Saved by the Bell. They're definitely revamping it for a new mm-hmm. audience. Um, this trailer definitely seems a lot more like, hey, we're tar- targeting young millennials and Gen Z uh, pretty overtly, but it does look fun. So, And there's some callbacks to some like, I remember that episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, kind of stuff it's there, like if you know, sure. you know, kind of situation that they have to All right. pepper in there for sure. Almost kind of heavy-handedly. Yeah. So, are you guys so excited? Uh, I, I I think I, I can hide it a little bit. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know this is like going to be like top of. I'm not watching this day one release, but uh, I might wander through it a little bit. I feel like I'd you're not gonna have to go back. You're not and gonna watch, subscribe uh, to Peacock for this. <laughs> no, not specifically, just for this. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is not going to draw me in. Although I wish that they would just figure out how to like just do the ad-supported thing. Like, you're cutting out so much distribution costs. Like, just put a few extra ads on there, okay? Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They don't ask me these questions. They should. I don't know why not. You know what? They just look. They're too busy counting their money. Can't blame them. Well, I, this is one of those things where I'm probably going to just wait until see to see what other people are saying about it, and then determine whether or not it's my worth Fair. my time. Yeah. But. Same. Those of you who are nerds about Saved by the Bell, which I know there are uh, a good number of you out there, especially people our age and above, so uh, if you watch it, let us know how it is <laughs> and let us know if it's worth our yeah. time. Uh, at Pass Forward Cast on Twitter. Yeah. So we'll bring you on the show and you can talk about it. We will. Yeah. We'd love that. Another trailer has been released, and it's of a property uh, like I, I told Wes and Colin before we recorded. I actually know nothing about. I completely missed out on on, on this, but uh, they're making Dune. They're making a Dune movie, and uh, they just released a trailer for it. So we'll link that to you guys in the show notes so you can watch it. But uh, Wes and Colin, you can take this one away. Yeah, I mean, I don't have as many words about it as Wes probably will, but I feel like it's uh, one of those movies that I watched that just felt uh, very transportational, like when you, meaning like when you, when I watched the original one, I'm not sure it will be very different and, and better probably, hopefully. Uh, but I feel like in some sense it was like, oh, it helps you kind of like discover a new world and a new way to see. Different, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the original one, so I'm excited to see what they do with this one. Yeah, I don't have, I know I've seen the original, but I don't remember anything from it because I think I was very young when I saw it. Mm. But I know that it's based off of a novel from the 60s, which, you know, I think is probably the more uh, popular route as far as Dune goes. That it's, It was a very famous book, I believe. So I think that they're basing this movie more so off of the book. I don't know how closely the book is related to the 80s version, um, but I think... The way that I understand it, I think that they're splitting it up into two movies, like because oh. I think the novel is very long, so very. Um, I think they're gonna have kind of like a Lord of the Rings kind of situation, but uh, you know, split it up within three, I mean, uh, two movies rather than just doing one long version, which mm. I think is always good to kind of cover your ground. Um, but it, it looks really good. Um, it looks like one of those things that's probably gonna win awards. Yeah. Whenever it comes out, um, but yeah, it looks very good. Has a ton of well-known actors in it, and I don't know. The effects look really good, so I don't know. I hope. Yeah, I will say, having seen or read anything Dune-related, it looks good to me. It was interesting. Um, 
it intrigues me. Yeah, I think it's one of these things that you don't necessarily have to know the source material to know that, like, hey, this is going to be a good movie or to appreciate it as much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping it doesn't get mispromoted or in some way where, like, the movie John Carter. You guys remember that one that came out a while ago? Like, that's actually. Yeah, I never saw it, but I heard it. It's actually not a terrible movie. It was just, it was so different than the way they promoted it that when you saw it, you're like, Ah. what the heck am I watching right now? This is not what the trailer was. And it's not because it's necessarily a bad movie. It was just promoted so weird by comparison to the actual movie. And so it didn't do well because of that bait and switch feeling. So I hope that this is actually good and not bad (laughs) in the sense of like the opposite (laughs) problem almost from Dune. Like it's over promoted and they really figured out how to create hype, but they forgot how to make a movie. That would be the only problem. But I think, you know, obviously, like you said, the source material that they're basing it from is already tried and true. So if they just like stick to that and shoot it well and do a good job, I think it'll be pretty great. Like it almost has like a highbrow Star Wars feel to it. Where yeah. it's like it's a more kind of heady version of Star Wars where it's like it's a very kind of dirty looking future and kind of, you know, everything has like this wear to it and I don't know. It's so it's definitely up my alley, so I definitely into it. Mhm. Well, there is one other thing that we talked about before and has finally released into the wild after some delays. (laughs) And Wes is the only person who's seen it. So uh, this is our, now it looks like our monthly segment where Wes talks about things Colin and I haven't seen. You guys need to watch stuff. I think we this watch is them all just like way, way after you do. It's true. <laughs> this is always so like one-sided. So I love it. Um, I'll yeah. do my best to represent it well. But um, so uh, we teased it out at the beginning. Uh, it's the Bill and Ted sequel. Bill and Ted face the music. And Wes, I am itching to hear your thoughts on this. It's gotten some really good reviews. So uh, I, I would love to hear if you agree with them. Yeah, I think uh, you know you. I think I said this last last episode when we the trailer released where it's like you know what is a 2020 version of a bill and ted sequel look like and it's like you have to kind of give it you know permission to be itself and to not have too high hopes for it to kind of you know go into it knowing what you're about to watch where it's not going to be you know any kind of you know award winner of any way but it's, you know, Bill and Ted. So it's like, if you love those movies, it's like, I feel like going into this, you're not going to be disappointed as long as you have the right expectations with it. Because it's, you know, it's, it has Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter coming back, but it's like, you know, it's, you know, uh, 30 years after they've been these characters. So it's, you know, you, you have to have some forgiveness with it. Um, But, you know, it's, it's, I feel like 2020 has kind of worked to their advantage because it's like we're kind of starved for like movies coming out because like we haven't been able to go to the movies that, you know, and so this was like one of the major movies that have come out during this time where it's like, you know, they release it in theaters, but they also released it straight to VOD, which you know, I watched it at home. I paid 20 bucks and I own it now. So uh, I liked that kind of route to it. It was like, um, 
I, I, I wanted to see Mulan, but I feel like the $30 price point was kind of out of reach and you don't technically own it and all that stuff. So like mm-hmm. I kind of had to pick and choose which one that I wanted to watch this month because they came out the same month, basically. Um, but um, I don't know. I, I feel like it, 2020 did work to its advantage because it's like, for one, you know, I don't feel like it would have done well in the theater. I feel like it probably yeah. wouldn't have it probably would have bombed but you know since we're starved for content i feel like it did well as far as you know people being able to watch it at home and it's like the positivity of it you know with this year it's like you just want something you know pure and something that is like a breath of fresh air so i feel like this definitely was that kind of movie where it was like very wholesome you know, I think it was rated PG-13, but it's like, I don't remember them cussing at all or any any kind of, you know, you know, uh, weird content that you kind of felt. I felt like it was a very family-friendly f- movie, hmm. which, you know, if you have watched Bill and Ted, it's like uh, they are kind of somewhat fram- family-friendly, at least for, like, kids to watch, at least when we were kids. Um, but, yeah, it was... It was good. I would probably give it like a B plus if I were to give it like a grade because it's nice. Like, That's pretty good. Yeah. It's like, you know, again, I say you have to have the right expectations, but it's like, it's just a feel good movie. And it's like, you have to turn your brain off. Cause like, there's a lot of things that don't make sense when you really think about it. It's like, Hey, that doesn't line up, but it's like, you got to roll with it. Cause it's Bill and Ted anyway. So it, I don't know. But, um, I think the funniest part of this movie was the most unexpected part, which there's this robot that is kind of chasing them through time to try and kill them. And immediately when I saw that in the trailers and when they introduced it in the movie, I was like, oh, this is like the lame part where they try to force in like a villain into it that doesn't really fit. But it's like the robot was very funny. His name is Dennis Caleb McCoy. That's his (laughs) robot name in the movie. That's not his real name. But it's like the things that he says just caught it catches you off guard. So you just laugh at it Hmm. and um, (laughs) death from bogus journey returns. And I feel like, you know, he did a great job. So like, I feel like most of the laughs come from the robot and death. So, um, but you don't really get death until like the last portion of the movie, unfortunately. Hmm. Um, But as far as like, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter, I feel like they stepped right back into the to the role. Honestly, if you're comparing the two, I feel like Alex Winter did a much better job than Keanu Reeves did. Interesting. Um, which Ooh, hot take. Which is weird because you would think Keanu Reeves, he's the pro. He's you know he's John Wick. He's he's Neo. He's he's been in all these movies all these years, and Alex Winter hasn't really done much. So, but I feel like. I don't know. Alex Winter just fit that role better. Like he, I feel like Keanu Reeves, like in the originals, he's very happy and very like smiley and kind of upbeat. But in this one, he's kind of melancholy and kind of, you know, Hmm. I don't know if it's just, that's his character because they're kind of drugged down by life and just like things haven't worked out the way that they were supposed to. They haven't written the song that they were supposed to use to save humanity and all that. So I don't know if that was just kind of written into the character, but um, but you could tell that everybody that was in this movie was having fun while make it making it. So mm. I feel like that really translates to cool. what you're seeing. And I feel like, you know, any any kind of movie that comes out like 20 or 30 years after the fact, like Dumb and Dumber, 
always just does not work. But I feel like this is one of the few instances that that actually worked. Hmm. Like, I feel like it, it did, you know, it's, it's a, it's a pretty okay movie. Like, I'm not going to say it's a great movie, but it's, you know, it's not terrible at all. Like it, you that's, know, I not, mean, that's honestly all you can ask for, for I mean, cause I know because I like, Honestly, the when reboots like, and sequels and stuff have really diminished our expectations for these kinds of movies. So, yeah, like, that's really all you can ask for. It's like, okay, does it do justice for the fan, original fans? Like, do they feel like they, like the original was honored, and then did they have a good time? Yeah. You know? And it's like I, I definitely don't think that this this is going to be a long lasting movie. I don't think it's like in a year anybody's going to care much for it. I don't think it's going to. You know, people are going to revisit it a lot, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like if they were going to make a third Bill and Ted movie now, it's like, this is probably the best you could ask for because, you know, like you said, it's like a lot of these movies do not end end up well at all. And it almost kind of gives you a bad taste in your mouth about like the previous movies because you're just like, I don't like what they did with it. But, you know, I liked it. So, and I own it now. So like. Honestly, I may rewatch it every now and then, but it's like, I don't know how much the general public will, but who cares? I'm a Bill and Ted fan, so, you know, I enjoy it. Cool. Well, um, thanks, Wes. Colin and I will watch it eventually. Yes. <laughs> we'll contribute to this in some way. Um, what did you think of Bill and Ted? Have any of you guys seen it? Let us know your thoughts and... I know that Mulan is out and we need to review it, but we'll wait probably until next time. Hopefully by the next episode we have, one of us will have seen, <laughs> probably Wes, will have seen Mulan and we'll do a little bit of a review yeah. there. But let us know what you think and you know we'll give you a shout out on the podcast at Pass Forward Cast on Twitter, uh, at Pass Forward Cast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Check out Instagram. Instagram is a place to follow us because that's the place we post content the most. And by we, I mean mm-hmm. Wes. He does a great job with it. Um, and we have <laughs> we have an email passforwardcast at aol.com so let us know your thoughts on all the things we mentioned and if you ever just want to chat mm-hmm. we're here like we literally have nothing else to do we're all quarantined <laughs> yeah. and a little yeah. bored I just have a baby I have to take care of that's yeah, nothing that old thing. So, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening guys thanks for bearing with us with all the you know the gaps in between episodes and all those things thanks for staying welcome back Corey Thank you. Thanks for staying subscribed, and we will have another episode coming out shortly, so you won't have to wait as long. So that's it for us. So until next time. All we are is dust in the wind, dude. (laughs) Catch you later, Bill and Ted. Later, snorks. Pass Forward was recorded in front of a live studio audience at Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. Not! Hey, Clavis! Wake up! The show's on! Oh, yeah! Kick it!